Creative Conundrums is recorded in Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of the Ashinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and the homeland of the Métis Nation. Hi, and welcome to Creative Conundrums. I'm Googly Doc. And I'm Senpai. We're here to talk about our struggles and triumphs as creatives. And answer creative questions asked by you, our loving and sometimes bizarre podcast family. If you have any questions for future shows, send them to creativeconundrums at outlook.com. Hey everybody, I'm the incredible, the incomparable, and the incomprehensible Googly Doc. And I am Dragon Senpai again. Dragon Senpai again? I've had this onesie on before while we've recorded, yeah. Oh, it's, it's the right. dragon with the like silver wings and like the silver horns and the tail. It's so cute. Right, the onesie. I'm adorable. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not being dragged by something that yeah that would be bad i'm dragging senpai uh, what are you dragging behind i have no. problems <laughs> yeah. oh dear what's happening <laughs> so how's your week been um eh eh, eh I, th- I think is the, the best way of putting it I, I've, I've apparently found a new baseline of just kind of utter crap feeling and that's oh, just kind man. of been the new constant. Oh, man. Which sucks. Yeah. How about yours? It has been a whirlwind week. It's been actually kind of terrible. Uh-oh. You go first. Okay. Uh, struggles first, I guess? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so struggles, struggles, struggles. Uh, yeah. Just kind of general depression, which has been really bad. Um, I don't think I have any particular other struggles aside from just that. That's been the, like, that's been the shit stick. No, I can get that, definitely. Yeah. Anxiety's been, like, a little bit better. Um, but that's, that's about it. Well, for me, uh, I lost my day job earlier this week. Uh, people on, uh, social media know that that happened uh already and if you're listening to this um you already know but uh that has caused some uh uh actually it's caused no end of uh terror and anxiety for me as well but that's just kind of par for the course when you're going through this kind of life change so yeah as somebody who has had to quit jobs, like, even because of my anxiety, like, yeah, it's scary. I'm still scared. <laughs> so now, uh, I am sitting here and I'm trying to figure out where I want to go with the rest of my professional life. And I still haven't made that decision 100%. I've had uh, a few offers. Oh, that's uh, good since my career with my day job ended. But uh, I don't know where I want to go yet. Heck, you know, like I've got the whole googly beard thing that mm-hmm. if I, who knows, maybe I could turn that into my day job. Why not, right? Other people have done that. I hope you can, because, like, 
you're a gem, and I think we need I think we need more googly beard. Well, it's uh, it's on the docket anyway. Um, I'm going to be developing some more lighthearted games. Uh, I'm going to be doing some more creative content. Uh, it, it's going to be more than just a, a game company. It's going to be an entertainment company. Sweet. Uh, ben and I have been talking about a number of different projects that we want to start doing now that I have a little bit of time to do so. I want to get Shift Quest going again, which is my other podcast. It's a, uh, a real play podcast. Because uh, one of the things that I miss doing is doing all the Foley work and editing and voice work that I do for that podcast. It's uh, it's something I miss doing that I haven't had time to do because I put everything on hold waiting for uh, just time to in my day to do things like that. Because editing Shift Quest is, it's hard. It's really, really hard to, and takes a lot of time. For every hour of recorded time in game there is about uh, I would say about between six and eight hours of editing and music writing and foley work and and stuff so yeah I I I think we've talked about this too like it doesn't actually take me that long to edit uh, one of these episodes or one of even my other podcasts as throughout the history but I'm also not really editing out that much like I'm like because we're obviously we're not doing any music right in here uh, but really all I cut out is like when we have to cough <laughs> that's about it right right and and also the pauses of like yeah oh there's so, no end of those yeah so there's that's no gonna be those. that's gonna be fun for me in the future but do you want to talk about uh some of your creative pursuits in the last couple weeks oh yeah sure um I well, I put most of my creative works on hold because I was trying to just focus on on my day job and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, what I was doing mainly was research and writing of my contribution to the Never Going Home expansions. Yes, uh, where it uh, for those of you who are listening to the podcast for the first time. Never Going Home is a role-playing game based in... Uh, it's an eldritch horror role-playing game based in World War One. So you've got all the Cthulhu-esque type horror stuff happening at the same time as you've got the World War I war horror happening. And it's, it's a fantastic setting and a fantastic game. I want to actually run that uh, at conventions and maybe in a one shot of a podcast or something. It's it, it, it's there's nothing like it. And uh, an expansion is being released, uh, and I am working on the part that's focusing on Gallipoli. And there are two other areas that are going to be expanded into as well: uh, the North Seas and Russia. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, and it's it it's really really nifty. And that's what I'm focusing on. I'm expanding out the things that I was writing, 
and I'm providing more writing for this now that I have more time to do so. Sweet. I'm going to be writing out the adventure. I'm going to be pre-editing my adventure for them so their editors are going to have an easier time with it. That's good, yeah. And I'm going to provi uh, provide uh, a little bit more writing that I can't talk about yet because it's a spoiler. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, for me... Uh, I think I told you last time we had we had a new patch drop in World of Warcraft. I know, this is something that takes up probably way too much of my life. <laughs> um, well, you've got <laughs> at least two other podcasts that focus on World of Warcraft. Just one. I thought you'd both of them. No. I've, I've only got, so currently I only have three podcasts. Uh, mm -hmm. one that has yet to be released, but it's called Mausoleum of Mystery, and we kind of, we talk about cryptids. The other one, aside from this one, is Azeroth the History. That's the only one that's a podcast. But on top of that, I do also the do... Other the, the other one is not podcast. The other one's YouTube. Oh! I make videos for World of Warcraft. Videos. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. Yeah, so... Um, there was an idea. It hasn't been released on his channel yet, and I haven't gotten an email from him about it yet, so I think I'm going to email him today, actually. Um, with the new patch, our, our Alliance King just, like, punched his old dragon friend in the face, and it is a glorious punch. <laughs> and so someone was like, wait, who is he, and why did, why did Anduin just punch him? So I, I was like... I need to make a video about this. So I made it and then put it to him and he hasn't put it up yet. So I'm <laughs> waiting for that to go out. Uh, <laughs> uh, but also I've been plugging away at a couple other projects for his channel, uh, as well as yet more research for, um, for Azeroth the History, because we're recording our next episode this coming Tuesday, mm -hmm. the 28th. I don't know what day it is. Time has lost all meaning to me. <laughs> it's winter. I know, I know how that is. I definitely know how that is. Oh, uh, winter sucks. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Uh, another thing, I don't know how much I want to say about it just yet. I will say that there's something D&D &D related coming out of me. Soon. I don't know exactly when. Probably like within three months. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm very excited about that. Very nice. Yeah. So I've been also working on that, and we'll see. Oh, I'm so excited. I wish I could talk about it, but I'm a little scared to talk about it just yet. <laughs> okay. So yeah, th that's that's my things. Yeah. Very nice. I'm, yeah, I'm excited. Also, I got a new hard drive, so I could actually make more videos, which which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice big four terabyte hard drive with some Christmas money. Awesome. Yay, Christmas money. <laughs> and then we have, well, okay, you don't because you have hockey on Sunday, but I have Manitoba Podcast Community Coffee on Sunday, and Batman's oh. coming with me for that. Yeah, I got to miss that one again. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Duncan's got tons of hockey this weekend. He's it got... doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Yeah, he's playing in uh, Starbucks on Saturday, and he's playing in 
Oh, is that Morden on Sunday? I can't remember. I, th- I, uh, I wish I could tell you. No, you know what? I think it might be Winkler. Isn't Morden and Winkler the same thing? Uh, no, they're... No, we're in Steinbach. No, that's January 30th. Try this next week when we're super confused about Manitoba geography. Again! This is weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're... We got two home games. Oh. They're both at home. We got a home uh, on Saturday and another home game on Sunday. We're playing Winkler, but uh, we're at home. That's good. That's less driving for you, I think, right? It is, yeah. Much less. That's good. And Mikey, uh, I think he's probably going to end up giving up his fencing. Oh, no. Why? Uh, Because he started doing computer programming. Oh. He's been starting to do scripting and stuff like that and building stuff for Minecraft and other things. So, yeah, it's he's uh, definitely found that he's understanding scripting and it's it's working for him. That's great. But yeah, that's he's he's sticking with the bowling for sure. Oh, that's good. He likes winning money. So. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, you can win money in bowling? Yeah. I never won money in bowling. Well, he's good enough to do it. He's already won some. <sighs> Wait, you have to probably be gold. You probably have to win gold to win money, right? Uh, First, second, or third? Yeah, I won bronze. I didn't get any money. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he's doing well. He's, it was uh, also, I should say, it was also a very long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I I do remember, like, we got to go to, like, a special dinner, though, for it. It was pretty cool. But, yeah, I don't remember we got any money for that. Huh. I don't know. It was also That's a very long weird. time ago, too. Because I think it was, like, uh... I might have been just going into high school, so I might have been 14. That's not that long ago. I'm going to be 30. <laughs> it's a decent amount of time. It's a blip on the freaking star chart for me. Uh, if you were here, I would give you a condescending head pat, but you're not here. So <laughs> just imagine I'm there and giving you the Vir- condescending head Virtual pat. condescending head pat, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, have you seen Star Trek Picard yet? No, no, I haven't. That's on the docket for today. Okay. I'm not going to give anything away, uh, but I will say I was not prepared for the name of his dog. Yeah, don't tell me anything. I, I don't... I, I, I've i been looking forward to this show for months and months and months. I mean, I'm, I'm, this is like first ten minutes of the episode. His Like, his dog is on the damn poster with him. Like, it's not a secret that uh, Jean-Luc no, no. Picard has a dog. But... I'm going to tell you the name of his dog. Oh, no. He named... No. Please. Okay, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. He named the pit bull number one. He named the pit bull number one? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was not prepared for it. <laughs> it, was, it was so cute. I'm, like He's like, I'm here number one. I'm like, oh, my God, no. That's the cutest name ever for the pit that, bull. What would you What would you do if the name of the pit bull isn't number one, 
And that's just his nickname for the pit bull because the pit bull's actual name is Riker. I might get real. Don't, don't, don't go there. I'm 99% sure that they're going to be going there. They will go there. They will have named that dog Riker and he just calls him number one. You, mm, I guess it's possible. I really hope not. I am definitely <laughs> hoping so. I am hoping so. You know what? I'm a little torn. I That would be really cool. I don't know. I don't why know what to... You, why would you be torn about that? I was already not prepared for the dog's name being number one. <laughs> I just about cried on that. <laughs> that would actually be super sweet. Although, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Jonathan Frakes also makes a cameo in this in this episode oh okay so i i'm not sure all right well you know what i'm gonna or not this episode sorry this this season season this season yeah I, and you know what uh i'm 99 certain that it's gonna come up in that episode that the dog's name is Riker. i swear to or, god or John, one if, of the two if it is or will if it is or will yeah i'm I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm... Oh, that's William Riker, not Jonathan Riker. What it's the hell am I Jonathan, thinking? God. Jonathan Frakes, the actor. Jonathan Frakes is the actor. Yes. Will Riker. <sighs> Will Riker. Yeah. The dog's name is... <laughs> the dog's name is Will Riker. Picard is such but a no, nerd. No. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, should we get into questions? Good day, Admiral. <laughs> oh, dear. Come into my home. Would you like some tea, Earl Grey? Hot. I actually just Shut had up. some tea last night, Earl Grey. Hot. <laughs> the only proper way to have Earl Grey tea. Engage. Make it so. <laughs> Make it so. <laughs> okay, questions. Let's get into questions. All right, let's get into questions. Okay. First question comes from Morgan C. How many cubits? Or in a 20 foot by 24 foot by 8 foot room. Okay, so I did look it up beforehand, but I didn't let you do it. What yes, do you, th- you didn't you think, let me. What do you think a cubit is? I will tell you when it's my portion. Oh, wait, I gotta go first because you'll spoil it otherwise. Kind of, yeah. Okay, alright. I know for a fact that a cubit is a uni- unit of measurement. And I figured that much out from the question. And what they did to determine this um, unit of measurement was uh, they measured a bunch of dudes' units. And they picked what they felt was the best one. And so one cubit is one unit length, if you get what I'm saying. And so... (laughs) Uh, depending depending on uh, if uh, the judge was a woman or not depends on if it is longer or shorter so I'm not sure however uh... <laughs> it's that whole illusory you know thing <laughs> okay so sweet Jesus I've been measuring my penis wrong the whole time oh okay They're supposed to measure from the underneath. (laughs) So your answer to the question, how many cubits are in a 20 by 24 by 8 foot room, would be... Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Long and short of it is, I can't math, but I know what a qubit <laughs> is, and uh, yeah, it's qubit, right? Yeah, qubit is the the singular term of it. So yeah, I actually it's, it's, did... you me- measured somebody's bit, and there you go. <laughs> so I actually did look up what a qubit is. Um, you're right that it's a unit of measurement. You're wrong about what the unit is, though. It's actually the tip of your fingers down to your elbow. Oh, so penis size. No, no, no. Tip, like, stretched out, like, flat hand and, like, straightened arm down to your elbow, like, the, the, like, the actual elbow itself. So penis size. Okay. I'm going to tell you how long my fingertips to my elbow is, and you're going to tell me if that's a dick. Because <laughs> that is 17 inches. I've seen porn. <laughs> that does not exist on humans. I shouldn't say it doesn't exist at all, because I'm, I'm sure there are animals with... I've seen the Watchmen. <laughs> I haven't. What? I'm a little scared. I actually haven't seen it, no. Oh. Uh-oh. Well, let me just say, after you see it, all of your dildos will be blue. I am so scared of this particular line of thought. <laughs> okay, we will... Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 17 <laughs> inches from the tip of my fingers of my outstretched hand to the edge of my elbow. It's... I can't math either. That's a lot of math. Okay, do you measure on the inside or the outside of the arm? The outside. Outside of the arm. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's like... And it's from where your essentially longest finger ends so your your middle finger and then all the way down to the outside edge of your elbow okay okay so uh (laughs) so that's what i've learned today so mcmurray if you're listening uh you got to measure the outside of the arm not the inside (laughs) oh dear god okay you have seen the latest season of letter kenny right yes and i'm amazed that you actually have now yay All right, I'm going, I'm going ahead for the next question. I've been measuring it wrong the whole time. <laughs> All right. Got myself a whole extra inch. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, next question. Which, yeah. Which came first, the portable hole or the small rip in the fabric of reality? John M. you got to answer this one first because I had to answer the last one first. Oh, damn it. Okay. Um, I'd say the small rip in the fabric of reality because... If it were me, if I saw, like, if I was trying to figure out how to make something like a portable hole, I would look at the small rip in the fabric of reality and try and learn from that and study that. That's that's my thing, anyway. Okay. Portable hole. Uh, I'm assuming that John is referencing uh, role-playing games. Yeah. What, what else would that be? Bugs Bunny. Oh, Yeah. No, the, I was definitely Dun- Dungeons and Dragons got the portable hole from Bugs Bunny. That makes sense. There's, yeah, that's just how it goes. Yeah. Everybody so, steals from everybody in case nobody's figured that out yet. We just all steal shit from each other. <laughs> As long, yeah, okay. Uh, the portable hole or the small rip in the fabric of reality. Um, the, the, the rip in the fabric of reality has to happen first, and then the hole's created around it. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. That's the only That's, way it makes sense, right? Yeah. 
you create the hole and then you create the rip and then you build the hole around it to keep the rip open. Yeah, and then also you study the rip to make more portable holes to do that more. Yep. I will do. I'll read this one because <laughs> I've yes. wanted to read this one, and I got to start on this one too, right? We you we're kind of reversed. To. Where you, read the question, then well, you, you we can go just, back to normal now. It's the, <laughs> all right, then fine. You you read the question. Well, okay. You, you, you want to answer I, first is what you want to do. I have to go first. Okay. So you have to read the question. Okay. This one comes from Hazel R. Butts. Butts. Oh yeah. One of my favorite topics because butts are awesome. I love butts. Yep. A little bit of little bit of roundness, a little bit of firmness, all good. Unless you're talking cigarettes. Oh. Cigarette, but, cigarette butts are not great. The, yeah. Put those in the butt Not great stab. at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, man. You know, now I'm on the cigarette butt thing. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. We've derailed, Doc. You know, I, <laughs> no bummers. No bummers. I'm not going to do a bummer. I'm going to see. Ha, <laughs> ha, uh, That pun was unintentional. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep this in the 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 realm of bummer, but in the good bummer, not the bad bummer. Okay. Butts uh, are one of my favorite things on the planet, and yeah, butts are beautiful. Absolutely. And and that's it. Butts are beautiful. Absolutely. Uh, actually, it came up in conversation for me recently of like kind of what I'm attracted to in different people, and because I swing pretty much every which way um it was like well what, what are you most attracted to i guess depending on the gender of somebody and i find with more feminine people butts i like butts what can i say also some masculine people have really great butts from knees to ribcage for me okay yeah everything in that zone i do find though like for masculine people like especially like Jason Momoa, like chest. Oh, like like the collarbone area. Yeah, I don't know why, but I do. I do like nice calves too, though. Calves are yeah, legs just legs up to the butt. Up to, but not including or including including the including the butt. Okay, okay. I don't know. I just I think people are hot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Hazel. That's a that's a very. <laughs> Awesome topic that we would we have enjoyed talking about and thinking about. I just, yeah. I always enjoy talking about or thinking about butts. Yep. Um. Yep. All right. Next question. I ask. Yes. Uh, this one's asked by Mike H. What is your most anticipated creative thing that's coming out? It move be it movie, book, video game, musical release, tabletop game for 2020. Is this something that we're making? No, this is this is something that you you're looking to, forward to most. Okay, so movie, I'm gonna go with. Um, oh shit, I forget what's coming. I think Mulan's the one that I'm looking forward to the most for movies. I don't know of any books coming out this year. Speaking of Mulan, hmm. people were pissed that it's not going to be musical. Pissed. Hmm. But I'm, I'm thing, okay with it not being musical. Absolutely. It wasn't really all that musical either. No, it had songs and stuff like that. And I think people were pissed off that there were going to be no songs in this. But the thing is, is if you're not making... Well, 
I suppose you can make a musical epic and stuff like that, but I don't think that's what this is about. I think this is about, uh, it's a war movie is what they're making. Yeah. And it should be, as far as I'm concerned. It's a historical piece. Yeah. So, like, unlike a lot of other of Disney stuff, which are based on fairy tales and stuff, this is an actual historical piece. This happened. Mm-hmm. And I think they need to treat it like a war movie with, with reverence and respect. Which I think is how they're looking at it, but a lot of people are looking at it like, oh, it should be a musical. Yeah, uh, no, no. But yeah. Reverence. That's Actually, where they got to go with. Uh, when, well, sorry, fuck you. When I went <laughs> and saw... When we went and saw um, Star Wars... They had a trailer for Mulan, and the people sitting next to us, <laughs> one of them just kind of like burst out at like towards the end of the trailer. Decide on you, decide on your cow. <laughs> 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 it was so good. And, and you know, maybe she does have Mushu with her. It's possible. Right? Maybe, I mean, it's maybe, not in the trailer. Maybe, maybe Mushu is like uh, a little stuffy that she's got that she or like keeps a around for. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like exactly, could be a lot of things. Mushu might be there. It's just Mushu's not talking. She may talk to Mushu. Part of me but... kind of wishes that I would just see like Eddie Murphy in a dragon costume, because <laughs> I think that would just like add a, a certain amount of surrealness to it, which I think would be hilarious. Oh man, no, uh... <laughs> no, no. All right, no, continuing no. on. Um, okay. I don't know if any books coming out this year video game that I'm looking forward to most is Warcraft 3 Reforged, but that's because I'm a giant nerd. Musical release, I don't know of any. And tabletop game, I I mean, if it's slated for 2020, it'll be over to boards. Uh, it's probably going to be closer to 2021. Damn it! Because we got to do the Kickstarter, then we got to do production and all the other stuff. Okay, so. well, that's, that's what I'm excited for, for tabletop games. When that comes out, I don't know. You got to talk to Doc about that. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking it's going to take uh, anywhere from a year to eighteen months for for production to happen. So, okay. Uh, as for mine, there is a book that I am looking forward to coming out. Uh, actually, two books I'm looking forward to coming out. I ha- there, my buddy Chadwick Ginter. I knew it was going to be him. <laughs> He told me that he retained his rights to a book that he was developing for the same publisher I was, and his was done, and it was ready to be published before the company went under. Oh. He has just been, uh, from what I understand from our last conversation, he and the owner of that company just kind of did their back and forth, and uh, he's been cleared to do that book now because everything's out of it that would block in terms of the uh the the um uh the creative content that the other person came up with is now completely out of that and chadwick's just got to fill in fill in the blanks now and he's working on that and i'm really looking forward to that one coming out because i i kind of know what that book is about and i like i love his writing to begin with and uh, another project that he's on. Uh, I'm not sure I can talk about, so I'm not going to talk about it yet. Fair. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the one thing I'm looking forward to. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. I really got to get more into reading. I've yeah, I, I've been reading a lot for like for research of my own, 
but not necessarily for just enjoyment. Which, I mean, for the most part, it's kind of a little bit of both. But I, I think I need to, like, sit down and read for just enjoyment. Been too long since I've been able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Me too. Um, whose turn? It's your turn to ask. My turn. <laughs> no, wait. No, sorry. It's my turn to ask. Oh, it's your turn. Okay. Um, what will happen if Pinocchio says, my nose is about to grow? Nate T. All right. <laughs> I think that if Pinocchio says, my nose is about to grow, I think that's what kicks off a sexual session oh, for dear. Pinocchio. Oh, dear. Because his nose has no idea whether it's supposed to grow or shrink, so it just vibrates intensely. Can I drop this one and leave it alone? Because I'm really scared of the like narrative that you've now constructed well, around Pinocchio. Well, he, 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 he just lies a little bit, right? To... He lies in little spurts to get it to the perfect size, and then says that, and then bang, off to the races. Oh, dear. Coin a phrase. <laughs> I, I, I broke Senpai. Okay, sorry, folks. <laughs> You'll never see that in Disney. <laughs> that's, that's, happening, that's happening in the trailer behind the, behind the lot. Oh, my God. And you know why else is always, is always smiling? <laughs> okay let's go to the next question yeah there's a lot of smiling princesses in disney okay sit down and answer the, or ask the next question <laughs> what's that sit down and ask the next question <laughs> Gee. yeah what did they say disney is the uh, happiest place on no. earth yep there we go <laughs> no Okay. All right, and now you know. Okay. <laughs> and here we go. This is the perfect question after that line. Yeah, sure, My totally. seven-year-old <laughs> wants to know if you eat only Cheetos for a day. At night, will you find cheese powder? Kenneth C. Yeah, terrible question right after the last one. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I had to be the one asking it. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah, I'm a little disturbed by this, this chain of events. Um, so, oh, fart Marcia, cheese. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Marcia. Really sorry. <laughs> Marcia is the biggest Disney fan on the planet. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can imagine. Yeah. Okay. So, so several of us know if we only eat Cheetos for a day at night, will you fart cheese powder? God, I hope not. I feel like I've actually done that before, where I've eaten only Cheetos for a day, and I don't think I've parted any cheese powder. Okay, now, <laughs> the unanswered question here is, is it just one bag you've eaten for the whole day, or are you eating Cheetos all freaking day? I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to guess that you had, like, a, what, 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 okay, what actually is a serving of Cheetos? I don't know. I think it's a small bag. But okay. What's, so we'll what's go being with, a... like, the size of a small bag for, like, breakfast. And then, like, maybe two of those for lunch. And then, like... So so it's, it's like... Okay, okay. So you're talking about regular meals, but eating nothing but Cheetos. Yeah. That, that's, that's what I'm... That's definitely not what happened with me, but... Okay, so you're saying no. I say because, no. Because of personal experience. Yes. 
Okay. I don't okay. think I ate that many Cheetos, though. This could go much further. Oh, yeah, definitely. That See, I took this question to mean if you eat only Cheetos for an entire day at night will you fart cheese powder. So, like, you, you wake up and you start eating Cheetos and you don't stop until you go to bed at night. Oh, so you just have just, like... It's like a chain smoker, but with bags of Cheetos. Exactly. Just <laughs> all day. All day. Just Cheeto, 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 Cheeto. Now, I am also going to answer no, because I know for a fact that on the inside of your body, you're moist. <laughs> so, uh, actually, this is a yes and no question. Will you fart cheese powder? Why is this a Yes. Because technically, it's still cheese powder, powder coming out. <laughs> technically. <laughs> it's just going to be a lot more moist than it was going in. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> right? And uh... <laughs> If you do this, I am not to be anywhere near you for a week before and after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, yes and no. Yes, you will fart cheese powder and it'll be really wet. <laughs> it will not be dry powder coming out. It will, you'll literally be painting your underwear in orange crayon. <laughs> because you paint with crayon, apparently. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> well, it's probably like melted crayon at that point. Yep. <laughs> Okay. Ew. Ew. okay. All right, more bodily function shit. I have this itch on the back of my leg, and I can't figure out if it's a bug bite or dry skin. WMS. I thought I was asking, but okay, yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, I say to test if it's dry skin, put lotion on it, see if that helps it. That's it? That That's kind of really all I've got. Uh... If it's a bug, but I mean, it's on the back of your. I can't look at the back of my leg. Can you? Uh, with my cell phone. Yeah, although some. Or a ones, mirror. I mean, it's not really that like great quality. You know what? Honestly, if you're really worried, go see a doctor. Oh. What? What if it's kind of like a bug bite, but not? What if it's a human bot fly larva? What? Human bot fly larva. I don't think it's human botfly larva. I think it's just botfly larva. Well, whatever. But in a human skin. Yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't really look like a bug bite or dry skin, though. That looks like a... Like a cyst. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's got a yeah. very different look to it. Yeah. Now, is it a bug bite or dry skin? Now, the thing is, if, what if it's brown recluse? I think that has, like... Pretty significant puncture marks, I think, right? Well, I, I don't know if it's significant puncture marks, but I know for a fact that the, the poison necrotizes skin. Yeah, which that has a very different look than dry skin, too. Right, but we don't, know, like we don't know how soon after the bite he's or she has messaged us. What if this was like, my leg is itchy because, like, they got bit and they didn't notice it, and it's starting to necrotize, right? Then, shit, we gotta go back in time and tell this person to go to the doctor right now. Yep. If they didn't, chances are their leg is gone. Done. 
pour one out for the leg. <laughs> yep. Sorry, we we are not nine one one. You should call nine one one in medical medical emergencies. Yes. All right. Next and question. We're, we're sorry about your leg. Next question then. Oh sure, yeah. Because there's not really much we can do. We can't go no. back in time. Nope. Yet. And you are medically inclined. Yeah. And trained, but. <laughs> it's too late now. All right. Medically trained, okay. not time travel trained. Yeah. All right. Uh, what is at the center of a Tootsie Pop? Kevin M. The center of a Tootsie Pop is a singularity. Ooh. It is a chocolate singularity that pulls in all other chocolate from everywhere. And sure. it needs to be covered with candy that you can't lick through. Otherwise, it'll pull in all the chocolate everywhere, and you will, uh, it will eat all of the chocolate and become one with all of the chocolate. But then when, so, you, when you crunch into it, what happens then? Oh, you've bifurcated the singularity and disabled it. Oh. So whatever you do, do not lick your way to the center of a Tootsie Pop or you will die and everyone around you will die and all the chocolate everywhere will be in one place and it will be very very bad for whatever country you're living in this is a very sad reality that you've created yeah don't lick your way to the center <laughs> of a tootsie pop bite your way to it because then you bifurcate the singularity and everyone will remain safe and happy and you will have the glorious taste of chocolate i mean i was just gonna say magic but i mean this works too this is also just a very sad reality where we're all just gonna die <laughs> which i guess we're gonna do anyway next question Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it, did you ask the last one or me? Uh, I did, so it's your turn. Okay. What defines the edge of the universe, and how can I apply it to a game? Kenneth C. Oh, why do we get such deep questions about the universe sometimes? Man, I don't... I don't even know what defines the edge of our universe. I Do we even have an edge of a universe? Technically, of course, uh, yes. It's really just where we haven't seen beyond that point yet, right? Right, and I can't remember what it's called. But, but then, scientists figured that there is an outer reach to our universe. Yeah, and then there's also, like, it, like it's also keep, keep, it keeps expanding. But is that just because the light from that far out is getting close, like, it's finally getting to us and we can finally see it? You're talking about the cosmic radiation background? Uh, no... Like, the light from the stars out there. Because we can see the light that far out now, right? Uh, no. I don't think so. I think we can only see within our own galaxy, believe it or not. No, 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 no. no. We can see right, more than we that. We can definitely see other we galaxies can, we can in see our other night galaxies. sky. Right, but we can't see other specific stars within those galaxies. Well, not without telescopes. Right. And, like, oh. very powerful ones at that. I don't think we can see to the edge of the galaxy with uh, regular telescopes and stuff like that. I think what they do is they do an analysis of the cosmic radiation background and they've determined the size of the universe that way. And I can't remember for the life of me how big the universe is, but I, I think that's how they did it. It's big. Really, yeah. really big. Vast. You just won't believe how vastly, hugely might... Yeah. <laughs> You can't wrap your head around it. <laughs> Heck, you know what? You can't 
wrap you your head cool. around the size of some stars. You totally. Let alone. You missed my quote, but that's fine. What was your quote? Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. What did I miss? Space is big, really, really big. Oh, oh goodness gracious. Right silly, in the front of the big one. Silly duck. The first one. Here's another condescending head pat. <laughs> ah, condescending head pat for the old doc. Yes. Okay. Um, so as for how to apply this in a game, I don't know. I don't know if uh, I have enough, like, experience with games to answer this. Doc? I think it's a, it, it should be represented by a barrier. A barrier that cannot be crossed. Because let's face it, at the edge of the universe, not only does, you know, not only is there no galaxies and stuff like that, but there's no laws of physics. And there's no anything beyond the edge of the universe. You cannot pass into it because there's nothing governing it. Unless, of course, you you pass into this maelstrom of chaos that isn't governed by anything. If that ain't deep enough for you. That's very deep. Yeah, because the, the known universe is governed by our universe's laws. Because it's been... I think it's been proven recently that there are other parallels, parallel universes to our own. Wait, that was proven? I think so. Oh, that's cool. Mathematically, anyway, I think. Well... If I, if, if I remember correctly, I've been watching a shit ton of documentaries and some of them get <laughs> mixed up in my head. Oh, for, the, for those of you who... Uh, who want actual, like, real documentaries and stuff like that, don't watch any of the crap that's currently on television. Go to Curiosity Stream instead. That's where your real documentaries are. Curiosity's the one that's put together by uh, Discovery, right? The guy who used to own Discovery, who sold Discovery, and turned Discovery into the Cops Channel. Is it really <laughs> the Cops Channel? I, okay, I, I don't actually have cable. Space Wars and, and... Well, there's, like... I remember seeing, like, Yukon Gold and that kind of stuff. I don't know. There's a... okay. it was, it's all reality crap now. Yeah. Is what, what I was trying to get at, anyway. Okay. But yeah, Curiosity Stream is, is my favorite documentary stuff right now. Okay. I'm going to have to take a look at that after. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's... A... How do you apply it to a game? Uh, depends. If you want it to be a hard barrier that can't be crossed... You just kind of smash into it. That's one way of doing it. Another way is that you can cross it, but there's nobody who's ever come back because it's a maelstrom of chaos with no rules on anything, which means there's no way of... Why would your molecules stay together? Why would there even be molecules? It just kind of... This is a scary thought to me. I don't yeah. really know why. This is a really, really scary existential thought to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, let's let's move on, so I, okay. I don't have to be in this existential crisis anymore. Okay. Cake or yeah. death, Lee W. That's gonna solve all of our existential crisis stuff. Ex yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Okay. Uh, at first blush, uh, I'm gonna take cake because I love cake. Pastry is amazing, and it's one of my favorite things in the universe. Unfortunately, cake leads to death for me so it for me it has to be cake and death yeah so yeah to me oh, this is just death for me <laughs> death or death okay 
I, I guess I choose death. I mean, really, this is this is an interesting question for me because, again, depression has been leading kind of almost in this direction. I've never been asked a no-win question in this podcast before. Yeah, that's, this is... Cake or death, for me, is death. It's just death or death. Okay, I guess, what I guess else... cake death is more pleasant, maybe? Yeah. You know what? Yeah, that's... It's for a nicer. little while? It'd be nicer, for sure. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm going to go with cake, though. Wait, isn't cake death for you, too? Depends you're, on the you're, cake. You're celiac. Yeah, I can make gluten-free cake. They exist. You make gluten-free cake? Yeah. Isn't that just, like... Hey. A, a you watch those next of words. Egg whites? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. No? Okay, here's... Okay, I'm turning 30 in May. I know your birthday's I... in May, too. Here's what we're going to do. What? Your birthday's in May, isn't it? No. Why did I think your birthday was in May? I don't know. Okay. Well, anyways, my I'm turning <laughs> I'm turning thirty in May. You know what? I Wait, was... the rest of the listening. Yes, my birthday is in May. Okay. So, okay, <laughs> that. <laughs> I knew it was around the same time. I'm not telling you when my birthday is. I mean, you. Okay. Are, I think you already know, but I'm not. I'm not saying it on the podcast. But here's what we'll do. We'll we'll. I'll I'll buy me a cake. Either I will make a cake mix, or I'll go to. There's a really awesome gluten free bakery in the city called Cocoa Beans, and they're so delightful. I I will go get a cake, and I will have a birthday party. This is gonna be the first one that I've actually planned in fucking eight years, I think. Huh. Yeah, I gave up after people just kind of didn't show up to most of mine. So I'm just like, you know what? Fine. If you want to do something for my birthday, you plan it. I don't give a shit. Mm. So, yeah. So that's what we'll do for my birthday. I'll go get cake and I will plan something so that we can have cake. For my All birthday. right. That sounds good to me. Okay. And then you could try a gluten-free cake that is good gluten-free cake. Okay. So it's not just like egg white. No. Gelatin. No, it's actually very delicious. With, like cocoa. No, it's actually very delicious. Uh, actually, the first year that I got. Uh, Why wouldn't we... egg white gelatin with cocoa be delicious? I mean, it doesn't sound delicious to me, but I mean. <laughs> oh. Can you. Wait, can you make cake? Can you make gelatin with just eggs? I don't think no. so. No, you can't. I, I would be very surprised if you can. Yeah, I don't know how that works. But anyways. You might be able to whip it. The first time I had yeah. cake from there. Um, Devo. My mom handed it to me and it was like, man, I could break my car with this cake. It was a You're tiny just cake. You're just ignoring me now. Yes. <laughs> okay, so how how would you... <laughs> no, you're Stop. going back to this questioning. So, how would you break a car with your cake? It's like gluten-free cake is super dense. Is it? Yeah. But um, the cake from Cocoa Beans, it like while it feels in your hands like it's super dense, like you can Mm -hmm. whip it through a windshield. Uh um, When you actually eat it, it actually tastes like regular cake. Oh my goodness! The Canadian Armed Forces can use gluten-free cake to simulate bird strikes with the cake cannon.
That's it. That's how. That's how I'm getting rich and not having to work anymore. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a cake cannon for the air for the air force. Oh my we're gonna, god. We're gonna simulate cake strikes. You have to. Or, make, you have to cook the cakes though in the shape of chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then there's, there's right. the death with the cake. Okay, sorry, I threw you off track there. It's just <laughs> that know. that thought had to come out. Oh, it was... no, that's perfect. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, where where were you? <laughs> you, were, you were saying something about destroying cars with cakes, and it I got me know. on the cake. Let's count. let's go ahead and go to the next question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's good. Okay. All right. Uh, is it your ask or mine? It's oh, your it ask, and it's a nice ask. big long one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one is from Mark G. How are you doing? What's going on right now? What are you working on that you can share? Most importantly, favorite role playing game experience as of late. How am I doing? Eh. What's going on right now? My cat is. I'm actually not sure what my cat is doing. He he just grabbed some food and then kind of walked to the corner of the bed and then has just kind of... He's, he's got his ears towards me. Yeah, I know you're listening to me, buddy. Yeah. Um, what am I working on that I can share? I will say that it's D&D &D related. But I don't... I don't want to go too far into it yet. But I'm very excited about it. And most favorite RPG experiences as of late was my one-shot for Christmas which was so much fun and it was with doc and dave and bam bam and it was so fucking delightful all right well me how am i doing it is alternating between abject terror and feeling pretty damn good about things see that's where my ass is too <laughs> like like i mentioned earlier in our podcast i, I lost my day job mm -hmm. and with it went a lot of security and I'm thinking about how am I going to look after the kids and all that stuff but the thing is I've just got this feeling that not only is everything going to be okay but the, the path I'm going to be on after this is is going to be something special and better than I ever would have dreamed do you know what I mean? Absolutely uh, and actually I'm, I'm, I've sorry go ahead I'm at this at this cusp right now where I'm either panicking and barely able to move or I'm saying, you know what? Yeah, this is maybe where I'm meant to be. It's, it, I don't know. It's, it, it's crazy. No. I, I Honestly, that feeling is where I have been for the last uh, year and a little bit just before starting podcasting. Okay. It, like, that's actually where I've been sitting. Well, that's, that's kind of where I am. Like... I've got this feeling that something really, really fantastic is going to happen. And I've, I've never had this feeling before. I don't know. I don't know what shape it's going to take, but I've got this feeling that something fantastic is going to happen this year. So I don't know. Uh, what's going on right now? I am transitioning out of day job into another day job, whatever shape that takes. That's pretty much what's going on right now. What am I working on that I can share? I am working on stuff for Never Going Home, like I said. Mm -hmm. I'm working on 
Googly Beard stuff. I am going to be getting my comics going again. I'm going to be getting my podcasts going again. I'm going to be doing my blog posts again. And I'm going to be continuing on with a lot of my creative stuff. And uh, I'm going to get over to boards out there into the market. And most importantly, favorite RPG experience as of late. The only RPG I played recently was Dungeons and Dragons at your table. And it I was have, so great. I put a lot of stuff on hold in 2019 just so I could focus on day job related stuff. And now I don't have anything holding me back. But during 2019, I was very... Uh, I, I didn't do a lot of role-playing gaming. And I didn't do... It, hardly. I only did one convention. One convention in 2019. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did Gen Con. That's it. No, 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 I did two. I did KeyCon as well. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, I, yeah, was, I yeah. was with you at KeyCon. Yeah, yeah. KeyCon I did and Gen Con. And that is, uh, I, I've, normally I'm doing a circuit. Mm -hmm. And I did not do that in 2019 at all. I, like, I didn't do the circuit because I was focusing on other stuff. Which makes sense. I think, the, I think this year, uh, uh, I'm either going to be doing less or more, <laughs> depending on how things shake out. Yeah, I know for sure I'm doing FanQuest. In some capacity. I'm at least going as an attendee. I don't really know much more than that. I, I, I have a plan for a cosplay. I haven't started working on anything yet. Which I should probably start doing. <laughs> I guess that's other stuff that I'm working on. Well, I haven't really started working on it. But it's planned. And then Winnipeg Comic Con. I'm excited for that. Yes, I am too. I, I am really, really, really looking forward to that. The one company that everybody was hoping, 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 <laughs> everybody's having hard, happening and hoping things. Okay, to happening and holding. Okay. <laughs> uh, the one thing I was really hoping for was for the company that took over that spot for Comic Con mm -hmm. was the one that took it over. Oh, okay, cool. There was nothing but good things I've heard about that company from across Canada in the way that they run things. So I am I am really looking forward to seeing what they can do when the rubber hits the road. Plus we have John Barrowman coming. Oh, I'm so excited about that. I Me too. Oh, I'm so excited. What what happened to John earlier this year? Did they say? I know he got he got sick or something or injured? It was a no, he got injured. It was a horse accident or something i don't i don't know i don't know he ended up in the hospital and he couldn't make a lot of his appearances and he was apologizing i'm going dude just recover don't worry about us just recover and 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 focus on that but yeah something happened to him i can't remember what it was but I'm, uh i'm just looking this up now i'm i'm glad to hear that uh that he's okay uh sorry i'm just looking up actually where that is... I mean, he seems to be doing better. He was a wide seller with his cousin. That was his most recent post on Facebook. So, I can't find anything about being in a hospital. I got nothing. All right. Well, that's the last question we got. Do we got any closing statements from Senpai? Um, fuck, you put me on the spot real good here. <laughs> 
Uh, Do you have any closing statements? Here we we go with the segues. I was trying to segue nicely. Oh, oh, right. If you have any questions for us in the future, uh, you can email them to us at uh, docketsenpai at outlook.com. We're also Please please include an attachment uh, with instructions on how to segue. We need it. (laughs) Yeah, segues are actually illegal in Winnipeg. Yep. (laughs) Uh, also we're both on twitter i'm at senpai 90 s-e-n-p-p-a-i 90 doc is dr conus um so you can send us stuff there was there something else i feel like i might be missing uh did we mention a podcast no local podcast oh shit i forgot to do homework again this week (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) okay all right. All right. Sorry, folks. We'll have to focus on our podcasts. Yeah. So Shift Quest, which hopefully will be coming up again soon. Uh, and history then... of Azeroth. Azeroth the history. Azeroth the history. Sorry. Yeah. It, it's it's named after the Harry Potter book Hogwarts the history. Oh. Because I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that ever came through. I haven't read Harry Potter. That's fine. You haven't even seen the movies? I've only seen the first one. It's in the first one. Hermione's going on about the ceiling in the Great Hall and how it doesn't actually, it isn't actually the night sky. It's just bewitched to look like the sky outside. Uh Uh-huh. And she read about it in Hogwarts, A History. Oh. This is the kind of nerd senpai. (laughs) Well, anyway... Uh, I got nothing else. Yeah, I got nothing else either. So we will notice you next time. Yep. Segways aren't actually illegal in Winnipeg. Just good ones. Have yourselves a good one, everybody. No, no, like the actual machine itself. Those those are actually illegal in Winnipeg. Oh, so... I don't remember why. Our segways sucking are just us. It's just us. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm Googly Uh, Doc, everybody. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.